Welcome to WFCS Radio, the Good News Franklin County Schools Podcast. I'm your host, Dwayne McIntosh, and I have some very special guests for today. Uh, the Good News Franklin County School Podcast was created to share the amazing work taking place in our district as we highlight all things inspirational, uplifting, all together good, which includes the people within this district. So today, I have none other than three principals from the Bun district let's give it up for today gentlemen if you would each just introduce yourself and which school you're the principal of we'll start to my my right here uh i am eric locker i'm the principal of bun middle school i'm tyler morris i'm the principal of bun high school uh, and i'm chris cullen principal of bun elementary school all right give it up one more time for these gentlemen you gotta know i like sound effects on the mm. podcast so the air horn was that was yeah. the one that was the one <laughs> Every good answer gets one of those. There we go. Awesome to have these gentlemen on the show for today. Uh you, man, first of all, I want to say um thank you for everything that you do. You are all three um well respected and um I know from my vantage I'm excited about the things you're doing in your schools and the outlook for this school year. Briefly, just each of you just tell me like maybe your educational background, where you got started and how you end up where you are now. So All right. Well I'll start. Um, my educational background is, man, it took me a while to find education. Yeah. Um, I did environmental consulting for about eight years, um, and then through my wife, who's a teacher, um, started tutoring at our local church, um, started working with the kids, loved it, and then eventually moved down here to North Carolina, started teaching. I uh, did seventh grade science in Durham. Um, okay. And from there, kept going, um, went to NC State to get my grad school and um, became AP in, in Durham over the last five or six years and been been here and then came here in May. Awesome. Also, you like me, you were running from it for a little bit and just like, all right, just stop fighting it, just embrace it. Oh, yeah. It, it took me a little bit of time. You know, I went to military college, so I, I originally wanted to do that and then didn't want to do that and I just had to find my, my way and my path. Um, and it was thanks to my wife that I So did. originally you're not from North Carolina? I'm not. Nope. You're I'm from? A, I'm a military brat. Oh, oh so I moved likewise. around. A lot. Yeah, okay. okay. All right. Yeah, I moved around a lot as a kid um, and kind of settled when I was in high school up in Northern Virginia, Virginia area. Gotcha. So. And like me, once you, you come to North Carolina and yeah, it's hard to leave. Uh, we're, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah, so uh, I, I had a little bit different experience. I, I knew I was going to be a teacher when I was in high school. I made a really strong connection with one of my, with my, actually my agriculture teacher. So um, nice. went to NC State with the aim of being an agriculture teacher, and some of the content and some of those classes turned me off pretty quickly. So I decided I'd go back to history, which is always one of my big passions. Um, so uh, once I got my history degree, I went to NC State, and I came to Bunn to teach. Uh, I was at Bunn High for eight years. And then, um, what did you teach at Bun? I was teaching history. History, uh, okay. Specifically, I was, okay. uh, it was, my phone's ringing. Sorry. So, specifically, uh, what I taught was civics and uh, world history. I uh, really enjoyed it. And then I got, uh, I got a call one day to come into the office and discuss some things with my principal. And one of them was, uh, we want you to push you into a program. And that's where I met, uh, I'd already known Chris for a while. And that's where we met Eric. We went to grad school together at NC State, and uh, then I went went through there, came back to Bun Middle, be the assistant principal, and now I'm back at Bun High. So, no matter where I've gone uh, in my 
per- professional career. I've never left a town. So I've been kind of in the city limits the whole time. Native grown. Native grown. <laughs> Pretty much, nice, yeah. Nice. That's awesome, man. There and we I left, go. I left one out for Eric. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris? Oh, yeah, I think for me it's uh, a little bit different than both of them. Um, anytime I'm asked about educational experience, I talk about being a kid. Um, and, you know, I didn't have the most advantaged background. We had it a little bit rough, and uh, school was really a safe place for me. Um, so growing up, I just enjoyed going to school. I'm, I'm not sure how many days of school I missed and you know, 18 years of going to school, I might not have missed much because it was a safe place. And um, I always, like Tyler, knew I wanted to be a teacher, knew I wanted to be a coach. Um, came to Franklin County, I think, maybe 11 years ago. Okay. Um, undergraduate degree from Campbell University. Obviously, like Tyler and Eric, um, master's degree from NC State through the NELA program. And um, I'm one course away from starting my dissertation for my doctorate. Um, love, awesome. going, love going to school. Um, don't necessarily love paying for going to school. <laughs> love going to school. Um, Did all that. And uh, for me, it's just uh, I, I see myself in a lot of kids who come in the building. So for me, it's about giving kids the opportunity that public education gave me. So it, it'd, be, it'd be hard to drive me away to do anything else. Nice. Oh, yeah. Jules, Jules. So you both mentioned the Neela connection. That, so were you all in the same class, cohort? Yeah, so we were um, we were in cohorts that were, I guess you would call brother cohorts or sister cohorts. Okay. So DPLA, which Eric was in, served Durham. Um, Tyler and I were in NCLA, which was like seven diff- different districts, different counties. We had a smorgasbord of people. Um, and there was another cohort, I believe cohort six. Yeah. Um, cohort six that was also going on to have other some other local administrators who were in it. So it was probably 40 or 50 of us total. Easily. Who all took classes together, shared experience together, mm-hmm. um, you know. So it was a big group of administrators who were all training and learning at the same time. So I'm not promoting NELA. I think it's a great program. What it, what it, what is a great program, but what is it about NELA that the people who come out of that program, they are, you're very proud to have been a part of that program. I hear, I hear that all the time. Like, so what, what, what was, is it one thing that stood out during that time that made you feel like, yeah, this is a great preparation program that I'm proud to have been a part of? Well, I mean, I'll I'll answer that, and I, I think I will promote it a little bit. Okay. Um, but I think the biggest thing for me when I see other programs that separates and differentiates, it, and y'all feel free to, to jump in, but I think that it just immerses you in it. And a lot of the experience are, are I mean, you're going to get a genuine experience of what the job is. And the people who they brought in to teach us were people that had practical knowledge and a lot of experience. And they were really, really good at narrowing down the focus of, you know, this is theory, but this is what it looks like in practice. And the focus on relationships, build a really strong culture within the group. Um, and the program kind of at this point recruits itself, I feel like, because they do, they stress the family aspect. And, you know, for me, that was a big thing that, that differentiates it from others is that, you know, you're not logging in for class two nights a week. It's you're in class together and then you go work the job and then you come back and once a week you get basically to a chance to, uh, I don't, I don't know what the word is, debrief, um, and and really have a chance to share your experiences and and talk about what works, and then that network grows, mm. you know, with the, with time. And I know if I have a question, I can reach out to these two, but I can reach out to anybody in the program when I have a question about something, and they can give me feedback. And this is what worked for me, and this might not be. So you just kind of bouncing ideas off one another. That's good. That's yeah. good. I, is that, for me, it was that practical approach, like like Tyler was saying. Is I think when I got into it, and as an AP and everything is. There wasn't anything that we didn't haven't talked about. We didn't learn about. We didn't experience. 
um, we didn't reflect upon. So it really gave us that, that preparation of beyond just theory and everything. It was, you have a solution or at least an avenue to start a solution um, every day because it's, it's challenging when you get in there and you don't have the answer. We, we don't have all the answers, but we at least have the ability to have a foundation of how to find answers. That's good. That's I, good. I think for me too, the, uh, a lot of programs teach you you know, they teach you about theory, they teach you about practice. But for me, the NILA program does a good job of like helping you grow as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd say for me, I've told Tyler this, the, the year and a half that I spent in NILA sandblasted me as a human being and just softening edges and doing a better job of working with people. And um, the other thing I think the program did a wonderful job of is, at least they taught me is you don't have to be somebody else, but you need to maximize your skill set, but don't try to be somebody you're not and don't necessarily be apologetic for it. But if you're in the business of serving people, there are certain attributes you have to have to be a servant leader. And I feel like they either crammed that down our throat or at least for me, maybe I was a little tougher study, but um, I, I feel like it's a, we talk about whole child all the time in education. I feel like Neela was whole adult. It wasn't mm. just how to be a principal, how to be an administrator, it was how to be a good person. Perfect. <laughs> that wasn't a cut you off. It was just, no. <laughs> and, and the other thing for me is it was such a unique experience because Tyler and I talked together for six years. Um, so I don't think everybody got the experience of like going to school with your best friend. Um, so it was really cool to have gone from being classroom teachers who taught side by side for six years to now hopping in a program, you know, and both uh, we're polar opposite personalities. Um, so it's really good to feed off of somebody. You you guys what? You guys are opposites? Yeah, no, really? No one would ever think that, right? At all, right? <laughs> so on that note, how, how did you guys meet? How did you guys become friends, if you don't mind me asking? How did that start, that relationship? Well, I know, well Chris came in um, – I'd been at the school for a couple of years, and he came in and started coaching baseball. And uh, he was working at Bun High. At Bun High, yeah. Okay. And he was working at another school in the district. And uh, so we had a guy leave, and, and I, they had told me that he was probably coming in. And the probably the, the highlight of my teaching career for the rest of my life is going to be how much fun we had as a social studies department at mm. Bun High School. Mm. We all were younger guys. Um, that is you so know, true. I have experience like that. But yeah, go ahead, yeah. Kind of starting out and really, you know, just we all had similar interests and similar senses of humor. And, you know, I, I, I just think that we mesh so well together. So, you know, when people came in, it was really easy to build a connection with them because everybody already had such a strong culture. And it's, it wasn't anything that any of us did. It was just that, you know, they hired – the principal was really good at hiring people who fit. Mm-hmm. And she knew when she met somebody that was going to fit with us, that's the one. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we we both stayed there. Uh, by the time we left, we were the two oldest, most experienced members of the department. So I think that kind of the department grew with us. And, uh, you know, we probably dictated kind of the direction that it went. Uh, but that was really kind of where where we we definitely forged a bond. And, you know, you got to – it's once you trust the people that you work with and, and you know, they've got, we, we celebrated births together. We all had, mm. we all had our kids, we all got married. So, you know, we had a lot of shared experiences and we were all there for that. So I feel like we kind of, it's almost like we've all seen one another grow up. So that's, that's a lot of it to me. We give it up for that, man. It's good to have good friendships that last through the years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the other thing for me too, is, and I tell people this all the time, if I could recreate the culture in that department in any mm-hmm. school, I'd have a perfect school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it's the fact that it was a bunch of, late 20s males working together doesn't have anything to do with it but everybody was on the same team and pulling for each other if there was any competition it was healthy mm. you know there was no cutting or anything like that and That's as far good. as um i think tyler and i like attended an nc state football game not long after we met mm-hmm. 
Um, we went on a road trip after knowing each other yeah. for, I don't know, three or four weeks. We went to a game in Atlanta to watch NC State play. So we had some outside things that bonded. But, you know, I, I joked about it earlier. As, as much as people think we have opposing personalities, I actually don't think at the core they're very different. We just uh, – it just manifests itself differently. There you go. There, I agree yeah. with that. I agree with that. All right, so moving forward um, – you guys have the Neither Connection. You guys, of course, are best friends um, in the Bun community. All right. So how's that benefit you got you three being knowing you had the same kind of um, training for your principalship program and, and working in the same community? How do you think that's going to benefit you, the three of you together, knowing each other already and and um, working with the same groups of parents uh, from elementary all the way to high school? I know recently you just guys put on an event, event, which was amazing, by the way. Um, for those who don't know, yeah, let it marinate a little bit longer. For those who don't know or didn't know, uh, these three gentlemen recently had a. I'll let you guys tell what you guys put on. You had a, a bun luncheon. Um, tell me, tell me how that idea came about and what was the goal and uh, for that event. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, the, when Chris addressed the the, the room, uh, the the funniest thing that he said was, "This is the most effort that Tyler and I have ever put into trying to eat lunch together." <laughs> um, but I think that you know, for we wanted to have kind of creating what Chris said is creating that culture, you know, with a school and and even from a broader sense within the community. I think it's important for the community to see all three schools together because ultimately, you know, that's what that this is the path these kids are going are going to travel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's important for parents who have kids in multiple schools to see that we're kind of all on the same page. And I think yeah. that that consistency really can put some people at ease. It was um, working at Bun High School, you know, it feels like 20 years ago now. It was very <laughs> obvious when you work in that community. You are Some people say community school because that's a catchy thing to say, mm-hmm. but it is truly a community school. Um, you know, and I, I quip all the time that, that Bun is the type of place that's going to take care of you. If you're doing a great job, they're going to cape up for you. If you're not, they're going to raise their voices because they care about their kids. Um, so for us, it was trying to recreate organically some of that connection that may have slipped um, yeah. since we worked there. And, you know, we figured what better way to start than with food and a cookout and some time to hang yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and for us, it was, I think it would have been easy for Tyler and I to be like, let's just have a best friend's lunch and come get our school together. But for Eric being new, yeah. it made perfect sense to have him in the boat. He's a bun school. And to me, you know, the the Neela connection is going to benefit all three of us. But, you know, Eric is coming in from an outside district, outside experiences yeah. that are going to be very different. I can't think, you know, I guess I'm patting me and Tyler on the back, but that's two pretty good friends to have who you can call out and say, hey, what can I expect about, and we've done that some, like what can you expect working here and what are the things to tap into, what are the potholes to avoid? So I think for Tyler and I, it was just trying to recreate that community connection and it would have been pretty disingenuous to not invite the guy who's a quarter of a (laughs) block away to join us. So Eric, how was that um, experience for you coming in as the new guy per se and and having your staff involved with all three schools and what was some of the feedback you got from your staff or some of the things that stood out to you? So, so one, our staff loved it. They all came back, um, had a good time at it, had a good time coming back. Um, we're very happy and appreciative that we did it. I even saw some of your staff members at Sizzling Summer coming up going, thank you guys for doing that. Um, but like for me, this whole thing, um, having them, knowing that they were at Bun when I was a- applying for this position, um, I had heard that Chris was the elementary principal because um, he has a, in his doctoral program, he has a someone in Durham sale that was saying, hey, you know, Chris got a principalship, so I, I've been hearing things. Um, even before that, staying in touch um, through uh, Dr. Daniels, who used to be their principal, was actually in Durham for a year at my school. 
Okay. So I heard a lot of good things about Bun from her. Um, and then when I applied, I started researching Bun Middle. Um, so I looked at Bun Elementary, I looked at Bun High School, and I saw that both of them were the principals there. And I said, this is just lining up. Because um, yeah, out of our cohorts, we're all very close, and we knew each other's cohorts. But I would say um, I kind of got to know them better than some of the other cohort members that weren't in mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really excited and, and felt like this is going to be a great opportunity to work with them. Um, and because we, I feel like we got some of the same views on how to do things and how to lead. So it'd be a great way to grow the community. So I was really excited. Part of That's them awesome, being there drew me to um, this position. Ear horn that one for sure. So you talked about, you know, the Bun community, which you heard about it and you guys have, you know, lived it. Um, what is it? What, what makes Bun Bun? What, I mean, you guys put on the one community, one school event. What is, what is that thing for you guys? That's, this is what makes us who we are. I think the I think the people from Bun are exceptionally proud to be from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in a, a similar town. Um, people are going to be offended when I say that Roanoke Rapids is kind of like Bun. I think the people from Bun are a little more wholesome. <laughs> Don't tell the people from Roanoke Rapids I said that. Um, but people who grow up in Bun, they're they're proud to wear green. They're proud to wear gold. And it's not just um, I think people sometimes associate it with athletics because the athletics have been strong there for so yeah. long. It's not, it's not just football Friday. It's volleyball games. It's everything else. Yeah. But the community is so supportive. You know, and I think people um, in the Bunt area um, value education. And even though that looks different to people, how we say we value mm-hmm. education, it's as a, as a school leader, you can pick up the phone and call somebody and know you'll yeah. have help. And, you know, you'll have whether it's, you know, whether it's churches or community organizations or parents or anybody else, you don't lack for assistance. And to me, if you can pick up the phone and call somebody, you know, you have a community that cares. And they're, all, and they're not bashful. I said it earlier. They're not bashful about raising their voices. You know, if, some, if they feel like their children aren't being served, they're going to let you know. Yeah. Um, I don't. I think Tyler and I have been fairly lucky. Knock on wood, we haven't had to have a lot of that because I think we both work like dogs to make sure none of Eric will be the same way. Yeah. But to me, when when people care, it makes the school better, and that manifests itself differently. But the community itself, the, the care just shows in everything that they do. That's awesome. I think, and this is kind of how I describe it. I know this is kind of what Chris was saying. I think there's a healthy pressure that comes with working there. Mm. There's always. There's always ideas that people have to improve things, and I think when you start tapping into some of those people, that it makes our jobs easier, and it's also, you know, strengthens that bond between the school and the community, or you know, our staff, or whoever the ideas come from. And people, I know people always say, "Call if you need something." When 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 they you know are talking about you know whatever it is that you're discussing with them, but in Bun, when they say it, they mean it, and they'll they'll get offended if you don't. If somebody says, "Hey, call me. I want to help you do this," and you don't call them, I mean, they 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 follow up, you know. And our staff, our staffs come to me. Uh, I want to do this, this, and this. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, and That's good. they people everybody wants to pitch in and lend a hand, and it's yeah. not it's not just, "Hey, can you do this?" It's we we need to do this, and this is how we can make it happen. So. That's that's, that's one of my big things. That's good. I love it. I love it. Give it up for this. That's good. I, I'd like to add one thing to that. Is that of I think course. The, the community likes to get back to one another. I mean, I know at Bun Middle alone, we've got several teachers mm-hmm. that were students themselves and went through Bun mm-hmm. and have come back and have served the community. Um, mm-hmm. We've had teachers that have been there for 20-some plus years. That's true. Um, so it, it's a place that people want to be and want to stay and support one another. Um, and I've noticed that in the short time I've been here. Um, and I'm proud to be part of that now. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. We've got a pipeline, and we do have a pipeline. We've hired, I think, two or three graduates this summer that are, you mm-hmm. know, they came back to, to serve in the district. So, 
you know, I think that strengthens. That's a lot of what keeps that community feel going as well. Is the people you can't forget traditions because the people who live them come back. Yeah, and that 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 yeah. to me is really that's big. great. That's good. It's been a it's been a pretty uh, I guess weapons not the right word, but it's been a really big benefit to have been in Bun. Like for me as a mm-hmm. principal hiring, yeah. um, I think I probably have seven to ten staff members that I coached their children or taught their children, and I think I've hired four staff members that are former students of mine. Um, so you know, sticking around in that community, like they said, the I know it's hard to find teachers now. Yeah. You know, there's not a, a magical tree in the backyard of Bun Elementary, but being able to tap into the Bun community, even to find quality teachers, yeah. and uh, teachers can be great no matter where they're from. But it's it's nice to have somebody you know that wants to live in the community, wants to serve in the community. Somebody can drive from Raleigh, and if they're a good teacher, I'll hire them tomorrow. That's right. not my point. But right. having somebody who's truly invested in the roots and growing kids where they grew up sometimes does make a really big difference. It does. It does. That's awesome, man. And I commend you guys for, for what you're doing right now because, I mean, uh, from a parent perspective, um, knowing that the expectations are the same across from elementary, middle, to high school is, is very um I guess alleviating knowing that your child's going to, you know, receive the same level of education, or the same level of leadership, the same level of um, expectations when they walk into those buildings. That's good for a parent to know. So, kudos for that. If we would shift gears for just a second, I know you guys are fathers and and husbands and sports fanatics. What what are some of the hobbies and some of the things you like to do outside of work when we we get a chance to turn it off? You know, if you can. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, hobbies have kind of taken a back seat here the last couple yeah. of years, but uh, <laughs> you know I think my big one is sports. Yeah. Um, I loved. I mean, college I, or professional? Uh, depends on the sport. I, I, football. I'm a big college football guy. Um, don't be shocked, but Chris and I probably share a lot of the same preferences. <laughs> um, we love to hurt. I'm, well, I'll just speak for myself. Uh, hurricanes you hockey. Can, you, you can say we. Yeah, <laughs> hurricanes hockey, NC State football, uh, Braves baseball. Um, we we use defending champs, right? Defending yes, champs. I got a so, I got a framed in my office. Are they are they repeating this year? Uh, I I mean they're on a they're on a tear. I have Don't a bold, I out. have a bold prediction for Major League Baseball this year. I have a bold, I'll hold it though. I uh, I got a feeling I know what it is. <laughs> uh huh. But yeah, I mean that's I like to go places and when I go places I like to watch sports. So traveling sports is the thing, and a lot of times it's Chris and I going somewhere together to watch the sports. So yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'd, I'd say for me, uh, outside of spending time with Tyler and watching sports, <laughs> um, you know, my I hit on it a little bit earlier, but like my childhood experience wasn't the best. So, like for my boys, like for yeah. both of my boys, I yeah. have a I have a kindergartner and I have a third grader. Like most of my decision making is about you know providing them experiences or being a really good dad. Um, you know, I think the goal for most parents is to is to have it be better for our kids than it was for us. Absolutely. Um, it's a pretty low bar for me, so I try to go way over it. Um, and then the other thing for me is I, I try to stay active. Um, I play flag football. You know, I try to play competitive sports. I'm a, not a secret to you. I'm a super competitive guy. But sometimes yeah. working in a school, you got to turn that off a little bit. Wait, wait, wait. You're competitive? <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. No, no. Um, so for me, it's a chance to like get that energy out. Um, and then when I go to school, I can be competitive about making sure yeah, kids are absolutely. served. So stuff like absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, not too different than that. Sports are a big thing with me. I'm wearing my Buffalo Bills uh, shirt right now because mm-hmm. we, we got a preseason game tonight, and I'm still going to rep the prize for them. <laughs> He's already ready. Um, but, yeah, now, I'm, you know, being a military, I moved all over the place. So, um, But my family, is, my dad and my mom are from Buffalo. I still got family up there. So um, I've always been a Bills fan my entire life. That's my big my big team. Is it as for. cold as it looks on TV? Like, Yes. I've I been, mean, I'm from Philadelphia. It's cold, but Buffalo looks like. Russia cold. It, it. I've been to a few games in December and and it's cold. 
it, it's <laughs> negative five degrees when you're in the parking lot before the game. And it, it, but they're fun games too, though. It, it's a great crowd to be in. Um, and I was there mostly when they were losing a lot, and it was still fun. I can't imagine what it's like now when we've been winning. Um, <laughs> but uh, outside of that, like um, I'm not a huge professional sports sports fan other than Buffalo um, College. I do like Syracuse basketball. My wife and I, my wife's from Syracuse, so I converted her to Buffalo Bills. She converted me to Syracuse Orange for basketball. Mm. Um, I'm trying to get more into NC State football, being, you know, kind of, you know, I want to have a local team. Right, right, right. Uh, my own college, we weren't very good in sports, so I, I don't root for them too much. <laughs> um, outside the rugby team that I played in college, I, I do still root for them. Um, but then other activities we do, like my wife and I would like to be active. Um, for a while there, we were doing the obstacle course races until I hurt myself. Now we're trying to get into triathlons. Um and I just got to lose all the weight to get there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we're all there on our own fitness goals. Trust me. Trust me. I do have one ashamed thing to admit. Um, two years ago, I went to the Eagles Raiders game on Christmas Eve and it was freezing. I mean, we had the thermal socks, everything. And after halftime, we bailed. I'm ashamed to admit it, but we could not. Mm. We could not bear it. It was it was crazy. <laughs> Yeah. So I don't I don't even want to think what it's like in Buffalo, but yeah. You watched a one more half than <laughs> I would have watched. Yeah. It was whew, it was terrible. So last last little segment I have here for you guys is one called Would You Rather? Would you rather? Simple game. I'll give you two options. You tell me which one you'd rather do. If you if you if you care to give an explanation, you can. We'll make this quick. I have just three or four for you. All right, here we go. So would you rather be the player or the coach? And I mean player by sports player, of course. <laughs> Man, that's a tough one. Yeah, that is. I mean, I feel like I, not a lot of work. It's the coach is kind of the natural option. Yeah. I think for me, uh, if I walk into the Bun community, everybody I know calls me coach. Nobody calls me Principal Cullen. But for me, from a uh, from an enjoyment standpoint, it's so much easier being a player. Yeah. Because as a coach, you have all the pressure and very limited control except for the preparation. <laughs> there you go. So if you're asking me for enjoyment, I'd much rather be the player. <laughs> but if you're asking me for control over outcome and preparation, maybe being the coach. The responsibility of the coach is great. But on game day, you don't get to do much yeah. but just watch. Yeah. You want to take that shot, right? Yeah. Amen. So, all right, here we go. Next one. Would you rather have the ability to fly or the ability to become invisible? I'm, not, I'm personally, I think I'd rather fly. Um, I don't really like being invisible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, the invisibility would be cool sometimes, uh, you know, monitoring things at the schoolhouse. Um, but I'm, I'm probably going with the fly as well. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with flight too because I like to be seen. Unless you're six five like me, yeah. and every time you go in a grocery store, you know everyone's asking you for help getting stuff yeah. on the top shelf. You know, did you play basketball? How often do you I, get I, that question? I, yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah, not, and not I did. did. I did. I did play basketball. I said, yeah. Not did you? They just automatic assumption. Where did you play basketball? Correct. Right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. Uh, would you rather play at play at the beach or in the snow? That's an easy one for me. Give me the beach. I hate the sand, but I hate the cold more. So give me the beach. Yeah, I mean, that's – it's like picking between the – what's the worst option? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess I'll say beach too because the cold weather just ain't it for me. So I'm going to go the opposite. I'm not a beach person. 
Yeah. Um, I like snowballs. Well, who'd have thought that yeah. from a guy from Buffalo? Yeah, he wants you know? to throw snowballs at the, at the yeah. game. Shocker. That, that, I, I mean, then used to snowboard um, when we were living up north. Used to go snowmobile riding. So um, the, the snow for me. Nice, nice. Last one, gentlemen. Would you rather live without music or live without TV and movies? You can keep your music. <laughs> yeah. You I think keep, I'm there, too. Yeah. I'm not, not no music for me, sir. Yeah. Really? No music. So you guys are like not liking the jingles today, well, huh? No, you, you know, for, for all of us, our, our trucks, our uh, mobile offices, when are you going to listen to music? We're on the phone all the time for school and for work. That's so. true. That's a great point. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Any lasting words before we leave? Yeah, I'm going to hold you to your sports prediction that you told us. Ah, that's right. I forgot almost. My bold prediction is... The Philadelphia Phillies will win the World Series. You heard it here first. And it got real quiet in the room just now. Should I tell him (laughs) that they have to make the playoffs first? That usually is a pretty big, pretty big stepping stone. That's why it's a bold prediction. I agree it's bold. It's a bold prediction. We know we're fighting for the wild card. We know the Braves are, you know, running away with the division. You know, we know those things are going on. So. We just got to get on the streak. You know how you get on the hot streak right there at the end. You never know. That's all that matters. Catch a heater. Never know. Who's hot at the end? The Braves fans are like, sure. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, man, we had a long time of disappointment. It's been a while. So true. (laughs) Gentlemen, once again, this has been incredible. I appreciate you guys taking your time out um, to come have this conversation to share with the community at large, Franklin County community, the great things that are taking place in the Bud community. Uh, we appreciate you guys. We want to give you your flowers and um, for taking a call of leadership as men. There's not a lot of men in education, so uh, we're definitely grateful to have you in Franklin County Schools and as well in the Bun community. So thank you for coming out today. Um, that concludes our episode for today, guys, of the Good News Franklin County Schools podcast. If you're listening on your favorite podcasting app, please subscribe and share uh, with a friend. If you're watching us, the um, audio on YouTube, please like, share, and subscribe. Until next time, rem- remember... There is greatness inside of you. Let it out. Share the good news. And we will see you later, everyone. Inspirational, uplifting, altogether good. The Good News, Franklin County Schools.